You're about to learn how the queen of cameras produced the first 10K in her business. Tune in for the interview. Welcome to the Automation Mastery Podcast. This is your host, Justin Morgan of AutomationMastery.net. Here to help you automate your business, master your destiny, and maximize your impact. Let's get to the episode. Let's chat. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, y'all. Look, I said we're going to be doing it. I said it was going to happen. I said I wasn't going to wait any longer in terms of starting these regular collaborations, these regular interviews, uh, bringing guests on to the show. So here I am keeping my word. Um, So I got some folks lined up and we're getting deep into really diving headfirst into the road to 10K challenge. And so what I'm going to be doing is bringing on a bunch of experts in the space Everybody has different stories from where they've come from, what they've done, um, how they've been successful. And so I'm going to bring them on, ask them some questions, really kind of poke at the bear and just figure out you know, how they made their first 10K in business. So if it's the first time being here, I'm Justin Morgan, founder of AutomationMaster.net. I help coaches and speakers create automated systems that save time and generate revenue. But today 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 and again I, she doesn't have this title right i i just gave it the queen Uh-oh. of cameras the queen <laughs> of cameras and production miss lights camera action she's always got like the perfect set look bokeh <laughs> effect if y'all know what that is going on in her stuff so just i want to welcome to the show uh miss kimberly flowers say hello to everybody say hello to everybody what's going on you guys i am excited to be here justin we've been trying to do this for a while so i'm super excited thanks for having me on and um let's get into it exactly exactly as y'all come in look a couple things right as y'all come in tell us who you are where you're from what you do Um, Don't be afraid to have any questions for me. And more importantly, as we have a visitor, uh, make sure you ask her some questions. Because again, when y'all see the set right now, right? We were talking about about the set before it started. (laughs) Because first off, she got the horsey. My my wife would love the the that my little yeah, seahorses your seahorses right yes there. you know mermaid fan so this is like um, a whole totally different like setup like then this is in my office right now i've actually never i was telling justin i've never actually done like an interview in here this is just like where i do my work and stuff but like i was like mm, let me try this is justin so i can try some new things real quick let me just see what we can do <laughs> so yeah um hope y'all like it if y'all like it maybe we'll do some more videos in here well I thought, so this is a random question. I like throwing out random questions to the audience in general. Question of the day. Okay. Where in your house do you all film? So if you do content, Hmm. like I'm curious. Yeah. Where you all film? Because, and again, I know you get this because you do with your production stuff, but you know, I get a a camera question Mm -hmm. here or there. Cause you know, we've both been in events and stuff. Like yes. That. Yes. And so, you know, I'll get folks. I'm like, yeah, do some simple stuff. Like, you know, turn your light off over your head or right. <laughs> you know, make sure you have a light uh, in front of you, basic stuff right. and no window behind you. So again, I'm curious, like where in your house do you all film? Go ahead and throw that 
in the comments we'd appreciate it so again as y'all come in tell us that's a good question though because i want to know where where you are where where do you film in your house i'm in my office in your office too okay this is my office so the futon is useful because you know i can only i got my my monitor is not in front of me dang it i should have connected it right here (laughs) i usually have it right here so i can just look at you that way but like i have in this office i have like computers everywhere so i got a whole little like setup on this side so i can see you on that side so i'm trying not to look that way i'm gonna I'm look at the camera it's and okay. i'm gonna listen to you here right but what are you saying about your futon well if you need to take a power nap because you okay. know if, if if you do the whole work 45 minutes yeah rest 15 do you do that it, it um when i can okay it depends so if i'm pulling like an all-nighter it's gonna be a crazy amount of work done then yes i do tend to do 45 or do an hour on and then take some time off you know i may go sit nice. back there just lay on it um so yeah no it gets used and occasionally i do fall asleep a little bit longer on it than i would like to but <laughs> yeah i'll do 45 sleep 45 come back in. <laughs> Get back on it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. we'll, we'll say only 45. <laughs> okay. Okay. But uh, so yeah, tell, tell, tell folks like what exactly do you do? Because uh, I don't think everybody knows and really understands like what does Kimberly Flowers do for the Great question. So I am a producer and I produce online TV shows and virtual events uh, for business owners, people who are trying to promote their business, uh, you know, get greater visibility on social media, uh, but they really don't want to do the work themselves. That's when they hire me to go ahead and take care of all the technical stuff for their production, for their virtual event, if they're having a summit, a conference, whatever, or if they're just doing an online TV show, like consistently content creators. Mm-hmm. and they want somebody to take care of all the technology side, uh, I do that remotely. Like, so I have, this is what the business is all about. Remote Producer Live produces online TV shows and virtual events. Right. Excellent. And, you know, we've talked over the years, right? So we, we didn't just meet like today. So I've been able yeah. to kind of see. I was, I called Justin my brother in the business. Like we, <laughs> we came up under the same umbrella, you know, mm-hmm. Like we were back in the back looking and, you know, observing everything that's going on. Like we were, we were learning and teaching each other along the way and we're still doing it. So I'm loving it. But yeah, it's been a while, huh? It, I mean, it has, especially yeah. since there's been no live events in like mm-hmm. forever. So we haven't had a typical black CEO meetup, anything like that in terms oh, of yeah. everybody getting together mm-hmm. and of course, helping to work the event, right? Because we're all working. <laughs> yeah, that was us stuff. in the booth. You can see us. You can find us in the booth right. in the back, right? Right. <laughs> That's funny. So, how did you get into the camera stuff? Right? Like, how how did that even happen? Like, how did you end up where you are now? Because uh, there's many different ways that folks could have ended up where they are, but mm-hmm. end up with cameras, and then eventually into the virtual um, production space. So, kind of, how did you get there? Great question. So I went the long way around. Like I actually went to school for broadcast production. Okay. And that was my major like broadcast production. So I learned, you know, about like, I really was trying to kind of fascinated around like how TV works and how it's made and like, you know, how all of these different things. But to be honest with you, like, I feel like I got most of my education about the, I went to school and got my degree or whatever. Right. But like, when it comes down to like, brass tacks like when it comes down to like actually how did I learn how to do each little thing that I know how to do now honestly like I feel like YouTube University has taught me so much in life and 
I just want to give all credit to YouTube. <laughs> <just going. laughs> no. But you know, like, um, yeah, like I think there's a big difference between learning how to do something conceptually and then actually like experiencing a hands-on mm. um, education, right? And so when I got out of school, um, I actually didn't move directly into broadcast. Like I ended up, um, I was doing marketing at the beginning. So like I started out doing marketing in order to market myself, I needed to build a website. So I built a website and then people started asking me to build websites and that became a thing, right? And so that's uh, how I started out um, doing website design. And then from website design, I moved into um, photography. And then from photography, I moved back into video, the video space. And then actually from photography, I went into graphic design, then motion graphic design, then to video, back to mm. video, right? And so mm. I realized that I could put like all of the different skill sets that I had learned, you know, from video to uh, design, graphic design, and all those things incorporated under the umbrella of video. And so that's okay. when I realized, oh, this is like, it's video, right? And then more importantly, I realized it's live video, it's broadcast for me because there, you know, video production has like a huge variety of, you know, things that you can do with video. And I, you know, like at first people were trying to help me get jobs and things like that, doing like PA assistant, you know, production assistant at like different film crews and like doing stuff like that. I realized really quickly, I'm really not trying to do like movie making in that way. You know what I mean? Like being on set, being crew, being part of the crew, lugging equipment around in the hot sun and the, you know, in the freezing cold, like i you know, I realized I like studio broadcasting better uh, so that you have like a, your own set. I'm able to manipulate things a lot easier when it comes to like the controlled lighting and all of that jazz. So I, um, you know, I was able to niche it down kind of like from there, but it definitely was like a series of explorations that brought me to this place. And, you know, um, my curiosity is one of those things that I think are a good thing about me, but you know, it, it takes me down a trail, right? So like, I feel like, you know, asking a series of questions and every answer leads you to another question that took me kind of around the about. So I'm grateful now because I've you know been able to acquire like a lot of different skill sets and be, now have the opportunity to be able to teach those uh, to other people. And so, um, and you know, be able to build something where I'm teaching a team of people to do this for other people so that we can actually like, you know, grow and scale what we're doing. So it's been great. Good, good. Mm -hmm. And kind of what I get from all that, because again, this this challenge, like this road to 10K thing. Right? Yeah. It's all based in this idea that we kind of have to take a step back and be patient, like all of us. Yeah. Right? So where you are now, like the look and the setup and being kind of the tools, uh, being comfortable with cameras and all the tools and the software and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it didn't happen all like it didn't happen overnight. Right? Justin, do you remember? Do you remember that one time? I think it was like we were doing like one of my first like live lives, right? And I was like so nervous, like to where I was like literally shaking. Like, do you remember that? Like, first of all, guys, was, I just want to tell y'all, like, it literally has been a journey it like has. the development of like your skill set is is going to take time it's going mm -hmm. to take um you know patience with yourself it's going to take so you know hopefully like other people being patient with you as well but uh that you know 
when I first started, I was terrified of the camera. Like I was terrified of the camera. And that was primarily like I had, and I had my own little like uh, show. Like, so I started beauty in the brand. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time that I did beauty in the brand, like I was in my home by myself with a, com- uh, a, a camera in front of me. And I was shaking, physically shaking, just, you know, having to be in front of the camera and speak to the camera. Like, I, I know it can be a big deal for some people. So gaining your co- camera confidence, I guess, is like the first step when it comes to, you know, this kind of environment, and especially for now, if you're like looking to promote your business right now, there is a lot of pressure to do video and to be, you know, visible for on a video platform. So, you know, just be, like you said, just be patient with yourself and right. allow, cause that came after, and it came because I was willing to do it afraid. Right. So I did it afraid a few times. Like if you guys go back to my videos uh, on beating the brand on YouTube back in the day, you'll see the progression of comfort level and um, you know, just the, the, the skill level of being able to kind of think on the fly and, be able to communicate and have dialogue, you know, on the fly. So it, it is a learned skill. That's a good thing. That means that if you don't have the skills that you need right now to get where you're looking to go in life, then, you know, be patient with yourself, be willing to learn and be, you know, um, I think it goes down to confidence also, like having confidence in your ability to produce what you have in your mind to do. And I think, man, just that part, took me longer than it took me to, to actually even just get the skill set. What about you, Justin? What was that like for you? Um, just the, the process overall in terms of getting here. Um, so I would, so again, it, it's kind of funny. I think, I think, I think it's similar in the way that you were afraid of the camera, but you work with cameras. Right. And so for <laughs> me, um, well, I've always been a tech techie uh, in some way. Yeah, um, definitely the the speaking and training part. So I'm an introvert, right? So like I'm quiet. I don't like sometimes. You know, I like talking in certain contexts. Yeah. Other times I don't like talking. And so, um, actually before I got into, I think it was a couple business ventures ago. Um, my mentor at the moment. He said, Justin, you're like the, your weakness is communication. Like you suck at communication. And while I'm still not amazing at communication in every aspect, it was kind of a wake up call that pushed me into this, this want to be better at it. And so it forced Mm -hmm. me to go out and then do videos. And just like you, my first video on YouTube is horrible. It still, it may still be up on it's my channel up. somewhere and it was just me coming on you ever think about like going back to those videos and just like i, I casually putting delete I have. <laughs> I've, I've gone and like looked at some of them especially at least on my last channel that i had i've gone and looked at some of my earlier ones I'm just like what okay, yeah. was i saying or doing but yeah i think my first one was because i was in some mlm thing that okay. the guy was like yeah just go on youtube and record this video about how great this opportunity you just joined is i just remember looking at myself and i'm in my you know, I'm still in my parents' house uh-huh. and you can see the bed in the background. It's not like a nice set, no lighting. <laughs> not the anything. bed in the background. Okay. You know, it's just, it's just, uh, I love it. it's like, yeah, I'm Justin Morgan and I'm joining this thing called five links because like, it was just yeah, yeah, the worst. But I say all that to say that, like I started out, wasn't great. And then here 
actually find myself being very comfortable in front. Like yeah. I'm the complete opposite. I'm actually very comfortable on camera. I'm actually very comfortable on stage. Um, and again, it is a learned thing. Like it's it not, is. it's not, it's not overnight. And so what I'm really trying to get at, I'm trying to understand and kind of, you can give some folks a little bit of light. Again, your first business was marketing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like how successful was the marketing business? Really not thought. very, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, and that's not fine. very. That, and that's, what I, that's, that's what I kind of want folks to get to. So would you say that you got to five figures with the marketing business? Uh, no, no, okay. not like, and so this is like, mind you, like, um, well, actually I did. Actually I did. Because like when I was doing, no. If you no. have to think about because it, that I have hard, to think about then... it because, like, the marketing side of the the business, uh, I moved the, from that directly into the website design, and from website design, I did okay. do pretty well with that, right? Okay. But the marketing piece, like, I had this, I was basically Groupon before Groupon was Groupon, but I was literally like going door to door in the businesses, and you know, doing like, um, so I had gone to the um businesses i would go to businesses and i would say hey we're gonna get you customers to come into the door da, da, da. we're gonna put this package together just like groupon does now you know um and then we would go i would use um schools and things like that like fraternities sororities and they would use it as a fundraising platform for the, they would sell the packages mm-hmm. to other people and then everybody gets paid does that make sense that, that was the sense. that was a concept uh, around my business uh plan at that time it was not as successful as I wanted it to be just because organizing, um, you know, fundraising for like on the fundraising side, like the businesses, it was good. Like they liked that process. And then, but at that time, everything was manual also. So I didn't have a digital system behind what I was doing. So that made it very tough to manage and be able to like, I'm signing consignment forms. Like how many flyers did you get? How many flyers did y'all get? Like it was, it was rough. Okay. Um, but I made some money and I think for me at the time, it was just being able to even just see that I can take something from my imagination and turn it into a tangible cash situation that got me hooked on entrepreneurship in general, right? And so uh, I had a job. I had a full-time job at that time. Um, oh, no, I got my full-time job later. So that was like <laughs> right after college. <laughs> you know, that, that's so funny. It reminds me of some episode that I was watching the other day. Anyways, uh, but yeah, like, so I ended up doing that like and so it was it was rough because it was like I was it was cool like it was it was really great and it was really rough at the same time because on one hand I was like every time I did get paid I was like dude that came from my imagination like this whole business was like literally from my imagination and now people are paying me to do it that's cool at whatever level you begin to start earning money that's really a revelation to you like that's a newness of mindset it's that you can earn cash that you can earn a living outside of the typical nine to five you know structure that you've been taught to do it and when you do that it, it's a gratifying feeling I mean if you don't get enough of it then it becomes that gratifying feeling becomes desperation feeling very quickly because at that point you're like um you know you got to make a living and you got to you know um you don't want to be like working for pennies and scrounging and turns into like a whole little, right. uh, what do you call it? Um, I was going to say suffering, but that's the wrong word. 
it becomes a struggle. There it is. There you go. A struggle. It becomes a struggle situation. So nobody wants to, um, you know, be on the struggle bus for for any long extended point of time. time. So, right. Right. but yeah, I mean, at the beginning, I think the magic is just, I can turn an idea into cash, hmm. right? It's a crazy thought. Yeah. Now yeah. you mentioned time. So I want to know, right? And you guesstimate. So the time that you started the marketing business mm-hmm. and from the time that you got into the web design, web, web design side, mm-hmm. how long do you feel like it took you to get to a point that you got to that five-figure mark, but it also felt like it wasn't just by luck I got to the five-figure mark. It was like, hey, I can do this on a regular basis without mm-hmm. like a struggle. How, do you, how long do you think it took you? uh probably about a year because my first year I didn't like I was doing the marketing thing and I was really trying to really build a system around that like because it wasn't anything that I had heard other people doing it was just like something that I had an idea for and of course Mm -hmm. along the way you realize oh okay uh that needs to be in place okay I didn't think about that that needs to be in place too right and so I was building a system as I kind of went along so that 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 was rough for me Um, but after that, like, because I had built my own website, I was kind of like simultaneously, there's a little bit of an overlap here, um, where I was like doing, still doing the marketing stuff, but people started asking more of the website stuff. And I realized I was able to make a little bit more, a little bit faster with the website stuff. And so I started to market the website stuff, you know, more, more, uh, intentionally. And that's kind of how I moved into the whole, um, you know, web design space. So that was like, I was doing WordPress and like uh, Joomla and like, you know, whatever uh, those platforms. Yeah, you remember Joomla, bro? Like Joomla. Anyways, oh, is, Joomla, is Joomla still a thing? Um, I don't know. I haven't heard that term in a while. It's been a it's, while. It's been Drupal, a while. do you remember Drupal? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just remember opening up the, the first time I, I went and logged into a C panel. They give you all these choices in terms of how you can build a site. And I'm just... Yeah. Like, why are there so many options? What oh. are they all for? Like, why can't there just be one way to do this? Why does I it have know. To be so and not only just like one platform, like even within the platform, they had like different uh, module, like creators and things mm-hmm. like that to where you had to like, either some of them were code related and then others were just like more of a, what do they call it? WYSIWYG, like uh, drag and drop. You're going to gonna lose people now. Like WYSIWYG. What, I know, what? I'm like showing my age what? now. like. They're what? like, what? That's what so is weird. that? Yeah. What is that? Uh, the wizard everybody. kind of like, you know, creator <laughs> kind of thing where it's basically, it's, I mean, it was, it was a mess. It was a puzzle and it was, but, but you know what? Like I, I appreciate that time in my life because again, curiosity brought me there. Like it was like, Ooh, so, and like one question leading to another answer, leading to another question, you know, kind of taking me down a path Mm. or whatever. But I, you know, when I finally did get to a place where I made a decision about what it is that I was going to do long-term, it was gratifying to know that I had enough skills to be able to think the process completely through, right? Because it w- I wasn't speaking or I wasn't thinking my process through from a fragmented place. I was able to see mm. the bigger picture, right? And so, um, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing every day when it comes to like the big picture, I think. Um, but still like it, it gave me leverage. It gave me a place of leverage to be able to start the company um, 
knowing like what things that I could provide in the way of a service and knowing that I could probably do a lot more than a lot, a lot of other services were offering because I, I knew a greater part of the skill sets necessary to make that happen. Makes sense. Makes yeah. perfect sense. In terms of skill set, right? Cause I, I want to give some folks some, some things they can build on today. Okay. Right. So let's um, let you give them something good. So if, if somebody is trying to hit that five figure mark and, and maybe it's not five figures for them, right? For, maybe it's, maybe it's just 5k, maybe it's 8k, maybe it's 15k if you need to get to 20k, but it's that first mental milestone, right? Yeah. It, it's that first mental milestone. Like, could you maybe, and so let's, let's tie it into to production and, and video. Cause you know, that's what you do. Right how so what what few things or tidbits you think they could use that would help them either increase their revenue save their time make their brand their brand shine a little bit better that would help them get closer to that financial milestone they're trying to get to okay so the first thing i would say is like it's going to be very important for you to stop hoping and wishing to make your five figures and make a decision that I am going to make this five figures. This is my first milestone. This is where I'm going to start. And this is what I am going to accomplish. There's a very big difference between saying, this is what I'm going to accomplish and saying, man, this is what I hope to accomplish. And this is where Mm -hmm. I got stuck for way too long. Okay. Even in my, like when it comes to scaling my business, I did a lot of hoping and, you know, I, I had faith in my ability to create a result, uh, as far as my skill sets were concerned, but your skill sets are not going to be the thing that's going to get you to your 5k alone. Like the, you know, business is about systems. Business is about a structure that, you know, put together these pieces make up a whole, right? So the first thing to do, I think is to basically decide that you're going to make the five figures, like decide today that there's nothing in the world that's going to keep you from making your five figure mark. And I think you can do that when you stop thinking of your life as, you know, um, something that you are, can be a victim of potentially, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like if you are looking at your life circumstances, like, you know, I hope to do this, God willing, I'm able to do this, but, um, you know, there's a chance that everything in the world can work against me and this may not work. Right. Mm. Um, and understand that temporary failure does not mean like, total failure. It just means that a portion of what you're doing is not working right yet. But if in your mind, you've already decided I'm making my five figures, like I'm making my five figures. And if it didn't work exactly this way, we just need to tweak the process. Right. Right. So understanding that, you know, the first, the first, first thing that you need to do is just decide, decide that you're going to do it. Like I'm making my five figures and that's it. Right. Um, And then I would say, you know, write it down, obviously, like make sure that it's in a place that you can remember every day and concentrate on your, because when you're able to like see it, um, it becomes more real to you. When you write it down, it becomes more real to you. When you do that, 
and you put it before you every day, then you begin that, that thought turns into like a burning deep desire where, you know, that's almost obsessive in your mind. You're always thinking like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm doing this. I'm doing, I'm in the process of doing this right now, you know? Um, and then let go of any like limiting beliefs as it pertains to the, the possibility that you could fall through the crack of life. Like, have you ever felt like that before that you can fall through the cracks of yep. life? Like, yep. you know, you can work as hard as you want to and you can work as long as you want to, but inevitably somewhere like there is a crack of life, right? <laughs> that can hold you back and could mess up all of your plans and you can just be mundane and normal and, you know, like everybody else in your life, even though you tried and you failed and now you're like having to go get your little nine to five and you got to go back to whatever. Like that's a fear in a lot of people that are starting their business right now. Like they are hoping this thing's going to work out, but they have not committed in their mind that this is going to work. And I'm going, it's going to work because I'm going to work it. I'm going to find a way. Um, so that's nothing about video, right? That actually is more <laughs> mindset stuff, but, but it's so important. I feel like if somebody could have given me that, right. like a, a surety of like, you can do this if you decide to do it. You will do it if you decide to do it. There's nothing like, there's no person in the world that is more, you know, so much more talented than you are that you're unable to accomplish the very same thing that other people are doing. If other people are doing it, that means it can be done. And exactly. that means it can be done by you. If exactly. you want that, if you choose, that is going to be my reality, right? And so, uh, you know, for me, like I was really talented, had a lot of talent and and wasn't feeling like that was enough to get me where I was trying to go. And it wasn't because I was still afraid. I was still walking in doubt and unbelief and, you know, thinking like, man, I hope this works out. Like, I, you know, I think it can work out. I think it can work out, work out, but that's not the same thing, right? So I had to get a whole new mindset around my business and decide I'm going to bring in this income at this level by this time. And when I decided to do it, it started working. <laughs> so this is like, it is super important uh, for, for all of you. The other thing is to show up. I always say this, Justin, and you know, I always say this, but showing up in high quality is a good way to, um, you know, shorten the learning curve. Like if you're showing up in high quality, people expect a high quality result. When you show up in low quality, then people expect the same. Like, honestly, you cannot be uh, received past how you're being perceived in your marketplace. It's so important that you understand that because there are people who can benefit from what you offer, but because you're showing up like an amateur or because you're showing up in a way that doesn't, you know, resonate. Like if you tell somebody you can take them to their next, look like they're next. Don't look like they're, they're last. Right. And it, like, what do I, you are un unconsciously communicating to that person that you may not be able to deliver on the brand promise that you promised at the level that mm. they are needing when you show up in low quality. So I would say invest in, you know, in the small things, like if you do nothing, you know, when it comes to video and stuff like that, just at least get a camera and a microphone and a good lens, and you're going to be set to go at least starting out. You know what I mean? So you've invested, especially if those of you that are watching, you've invested in a lot of different coaches and mindset therapy and like all of this different stuff that you've been like, you know, hoping was going to be the, the missing piece to your next level guys, like don't get caught up in the hype. 
okay don't get caught up in the hype of like this whole buying you know programs like being close to a rich person is not going to make you rich can i just say that again like being close to a rich person in and of itself is not going to make you rich by proximity alone. Although, you know, studies have said that it helps your five closest friends. Yeah. Are definitely going to affect your, your income, but that's because they're your five closest friends. So Mm -hmm. when we're thinking about your coaches and stuff like that, that's not the same thing, bro. Like that is not the same thing at all. Like those people are there to coach you and move you to your next level. And I believe in coaching. I really do. Um, Because I think that there's some, learning curves that can be shortened when you learn from someone else. But if you're out there buying program to program, because you're getting, uh, you're feeling motivated at the conferences and you bought his program and you bought her program, you got like three mindset programs that you're, you know, invested in, you're doing the most and you're doing too much. Like you need to scale back and decide what do I need to help me get to this goal that I said that I would achieve. Like, and if it's not adding to that, directly adding to that, then delete it thank you like you done with it said it prayer period right there right there you finish it right delete it be deleted immediately and so um yeah so like showing up in high quality i think is one of the for me i know that it's moved mountains for me just showing up like on a video that looks professional people immediately like those kinds of people start to want to align themselves with you and they want to know more about what it is that you're doing like you can be an awesome speaker and still be speaking you know think of think of your your uh camera as like the access to your virtual stage like you wouldn't show up on stage looking all crazy like and expect it's trying to sell high ticket items in the back nah like you're gonna show up like you're of the professional that you are and so in this world you know your business kind of works the same way in this digital space it works exactly the same way it's going to be important for you to invest in uh you know creating an atmosphere around you and your brand that says this is high level, this is professional, and this is what you can expect from me. Excellent. Excellent. I'm going to get, so I was thinking, so I'm sitting there writing notes right as you're talking. And I told myself, I'm going to get myself a soundboard, which is something I've been trying to do for, thinking about for a long time. Okay. I'm going to add on a church organ because you were sitting in there preaching and I should have started ah! playing. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I said over here preaching. Preach. I I just think it's so important because like sometimes it takes people so much longer because they're just like hoping that some of these things like and that's what happens when you start hoping about your life like when you start hoping about what's going to happen for you that's when you messed up like you messed up already Mm -hmm. right there (laughs) because you know that that starts to turn you into a desperate kind of like you, you start to give off an energy of desperation, right? Right. Because you're hoping things are going to work out. You're trying to cling to things and people you don't really need um, just because, you know, maybe they have industry clout or whatever, you know, that you think that they have that you don't, you start to, you know, you're showing up in a way that that is not going to attract what you really want from your life, you know? And it's interesting to like, if, when you think about anything that you see, was a result of somebody's dream turned reality. Dreams are com- turning into reality every single day for a lot of people. Like this is not figment of your imagination. The bottle of water in my hand was created by somebody. It was in somebody's imagination, a thought. This microphone, somebody thought this up and I purchased it, right? This sweatshirt, as somebody thought it up, I bought it. Like, and there's just, you think about like 
everything in your space is exactly like that. It's the figment of somebody's imagination turned tangible, turned monetized, right? So that, that means it's happening for other people and it can, not just can guys, it will happen for you if you decide that you're gonna be in that club of people who are earning the level of income that you need or that you want or that you choose to have in this life. Can I say that? Like there's a level of income that you choose to have in this life, you know, is your choice. It's a choice. Exactly. So exactly. once you learn that you, you've done some things with your life and, and it'll change you and you'll never be the same, you know? And I think for me, once I discovered that part of my business and that part of my life, you know, I was grateful to be able to have all the skills to be able to actually manifest all that, you know, like uh, that I was able to do because I had the skill sets behind it. But when I was just learning skills, I was the most talented broke person I knew. Right. But now, you know, that I had that revelation, that's why I'm like focusing in on the sharing of that, because it just did so much, you know, uh, added so much value to me that I just want to make sure that you guys get that. Like, it's not about the skill sets just in and of themselves, because you can always hire somebody else who has the skill sets to be able to do the things that you have in your mind to do. It's not necessarily about just positioning yourself with wealthy people, like to be coached by this wealthy person, this wealthy person, da, 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 da. It's not about that either. Like that's Mm -hmm. not going to, you know, directly turn you, uh, you know, into getting the income that you want. In fact, you're helping them get the income that they need. Like, you know what I mean? And then, which is fine. So true. If if what they're doing is adding value to you and that you're actually receiving, you know, um, value in return and you're not just like spending money on clout. Don't, don't, don't spend money on clout. Don't do that. that's not a good investment, guys. Do okay. anything for clout. <laughs> so look, look. So first off, uh, if y'all didn't get any of that, y'all need to kind of rewind <laughs> and then like make sure y'all take some notes. So there's some good nuggets from there. So a- as we you know get out of here, let like Kimberly get back to her busy schedule. What you got going on that folks can check out so they can, they can link up with you uh, so they can get some help with the look that you're yeah. talking about. Definitely. So go over guys, if you are in a position where you're like, Kimberly, I need to up level the look of what I'm doing so that I can start to attract a different type of clientele, but you really don't have the time. This is, I just want to make, be clear about who I'm talking to right now. Um, if you are a professional entrepreneur, like you, you have professional services, you know, that what you do is amazing. Uh, but you know that the platform you do it on is not so much, and you really don't have the time to, um, invest in like the learning curve around live stream and media and all of those things. And you really want to partner with somebody to do it. It for you, then go over to remoteproducerlive.com. That is remoteproducerlive.com and check out what some of the work that we've been doing for other clients and other people just like you to turn their uh, video presentations and their live streams and their virtual conferences from good to great. And if you want to um, specifically like message me, then you can find me on social media. I'm Kimberly Flowers uh, on social media. And also you can email me at Kimberly at remoteproducerlive.com. That's Kimberly at remoteproducerlive.com. I can't wait to work with you and I can't wait for all that we will create together this year. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, Again, make sure y'all check that stuff out. Um, again, if y'all are over on YouTube, then it'll be in the description. If you're in the podcast, it'll be in the description. 
if you're watching live, then you just you need to write it down or we'll throw it in the comments. You know, we'll, we'll take care of y'all. So, again, I appreciate you being here, Kimberly. Appreciate you all of y'all listening live. Um, if y'all have any questions, y'all know the deal. Hashtag. So you hit that hashtag replay and then you tag me. We yes. tag Kimberly and throw out your question. I do go back and check those. As long as you tag me in the comment, I'll typically get or find it. So if you have any questions, please just let us know. But I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you for being here. Uh, make sure y'all share this with a friend, a fan member, or even your worst enemy because they need this they need some love too. <laughs> I appreciate you. And as usual, Treaties Day as a building block to a better future. Peace. Bye, you guys.